Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. like to sing about how Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord, we'll t- you know, Jesus is the Lord of my life, but the minute he asks you to do something that's a little tiny bit inconvenient, we're like, oh, well, that's just asking too much, Pastor. Really? You know, the Bible says you're supposed to be a living sacrifice, your body wholly, entirely presented to God for his service, even if it costs you everything. What are you willing to give up for your loved ones? Would you give up your life for them? The kind of unconditional love you have for your family is the way Jesus loves you. In the message today, Pastor Robert will encourage you to be a living sacrifice for him. After all, he gave it all for you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 9 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. First thing we need to do is pray. We look around, man, there's so much need. God, please. It hit me like, I don't, like a train a few years ago because I was just belly aching about, you know, the need for people to serve in a specific area. And I remember I was, it was early in the morning. I was, you know, out for a walk. And as I was considering this, it was like the Holy Spirit convicted me that I had not even prayed. I had not even asked God to send people to to do that work. You understand what I'm saying? All I'd done is whine and complain about it. Now, most of it was inward. It was not, but I was whining to God about the need for more laborers in a specific area. And then it was like God said to me, well, then ask me for more. Stop complaining and start asking. You see what I mean? And I realized, yeah, I'm thinking about the need and I'm complaining about the lack, but I'm not asking for provision. And I I began, it's like, God, please give it, just would you give us an army of people to serve in that area? And then of course that expanded. It's like, God, please, we we need, we just, we need, we need more people doing this, we need more people doing that. God, would would you please, would you just raise up some, some people? Raise up some people who love you and, and are serious about loving you and serving you and, and gifted in all these different areas. Yeah, more laborers for the harvest people. You know, I'm blown away. We, we have something like 260-something people actively serving Jesus here. That's astonishing because on, a, on any given Sunday, 
we have between four and 500 in attendance. 260, more than half the people who come here go to work and serve. You see what I'm saying? That's not normal. Normally, it's something like 20% of the people who attend have rolled up their sleeves and served somewhere. God is doing a work here. It's wonderful. But we're still consistently shorthanded in certain areas. So I invite you to, to join me. And let's beg God to raise up more people with a heart to serve him, with a heart to go into the harvest fields with us here. Because the harvest in Miami Beach is, is still huge. And we definitely need more people who have that heart to serve him here. Point number three, after being moved with compassion, turning to his disciples and, and saying, pray, he called 12 to himself and he sent them. He sent them, right? He, he chose 12 to, to go and, and be a part of the answer to their own prayers. The word apostle, by the way, this is when the shift took place. These 12 di disciples became the 12 apostles. Apostle just means sent ones. These first 12, there's something unique going on, no doubt, something special. But, but you know what struck me? You can't really say that Jesus looked around and, and identified the 12 most reliable, most mature, most trustworthy. You know why I say that? Because the last one was Judas Iscariot. I mean, Jesus knew he was neither reliable nor trustworthy. He was a thief and a traitor. So it's, he didn't pick on the basis of trustworthiness or, or character. But we're told in another passage that he fasted and prayed, crying out to God about who these 12 should be. You know, a lot of times we try to use our common sense. It doesn't necessarily work. God deliberately chose these 12 men, including Judas. I used to argue with him about the fact that he chose me to be here in Miami Beach. Didn't want to be here. Didn't feel qualified or gifted to be here. There were so many reasons I shouldn't be here in the city of Miami Beach. And one day I just gave up. I realized he's not changing his mind. And for whatever reason, and I promise you, it had nothing to do with like, like who was most qualified, who was most gifted. I still have questions about it. I'm, I'm grateful today. I, I'm no longer in that place where I don't want to be here. But it's still kind of a fascinating thing, how God works. Luke tells us that all 12 of these guys argued about who was going to be greatest in the kingdom. Once they realized this is the Messiah, this is the one we've been waiting for, they began to argue about who was going to be at his right hand, who was going to be prime minister of Israel. That was their argument. Because they were sure he's going to be king, he's going to be the man, he's, this is the one, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to be his his second in command here. And, and the mother of James and John actually came to Jesus and asked for that. You know, there's very little evidence that any of these men were actually more deserving of the apostolic responsibility than anybody else. But let me tell you what I see. 
they were willing. I mean, you got to think about this for a minute. Because we, we like to, you know, we, we make excuses. I, I was talking with ministry leaders yesterday. We like to sing about how Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord. We'll t- you know, Jesus is the Lord of my life. But the minute he asks you to do something that's a little tiny bit inconvenient, we're like, oh, well, that's just asking too much, Pastor. Really? You know, the Bible says you're supposed to be a living sacrifice. Your body wholly, entirely presented to God for his service, even if it costs you everything. Everything. But we use our common sense. I mean, you know, it's common sense says you shouldn't be giving to the church if you're in debt. Common sense says that, but the Bible doesn't. These 12 were willing to leave everything and everybody behind and go with him. Now, we don't know. Maybe, maybe their motives were off in the beginning. I don't know. But they believed him in terms of who he was, who he is. They believed him. And they left everything behind. They left behind family businesses. You know, I mean, I'm telling I just imagine that some of their daddies were a little upset. Some of their wives were a little upset. You're going to go do what? When are you going to be back? I don't know. I mean, that's what I, I you know, I, I remember having that conversation with, with my family. Why do you got to go to Miami? Because I think God's telling me to go to Miami. And all kinds of negative comments about it. Now, listen, for me, it was no great sacrifice to come here, right? I was a single guy. And, but you have to think about this. These men left behind everybody. They left behind everything to go and follow Jesus. They were willing to go. That's what I see. The fourth thing I want you to note from our passage is his instructions to them. He said, freely you've received, verse 8, freely give. In other words, I didn't charge you for this. You know, the rabbis charged people to come and be taught. He says, I didn't charge you anything. Don't you charge anybody. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2000.
3053-5331-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.